Hi there, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. We have one more guest standing by to join us. This guest is Diane Morgan. She's an award-winning cookbook author, freelance food writer, culinary instructor, and restaurant consultant. She's going to join us in just a bit. And uh, again, we're right in the middle of our fun drive. So if you would like to support us, we would love the support because we do have a goal of $10,000. The number is 949-824-5824. All right, let's bring Diane on right now. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. Thanks so much for calling in. Well, sure. It's really interesting because some people don't, you know, think of salmon or they, as far as like health, they get concerned or confused about farm-raised, wild, could could you explain a little bit about why this is such a healthy option? Well, salmon is packed with omega-3 fatty acids, which is good for heart health and brain health. Um, uh, it's a great anti-inflammatory. So there's just this combination of having a lean protein along with really healthy fats. So it's, it's a kind of a perfect um, synergy for our health. Now, why was this a passion of yours? Was there something that um, happened to you, or is this is health and nutrition always been a focus for you? Well, uh, this is actually my second salmon book. The first one came out in 2005. Um, I feel better eating um, something like salmon over over beef. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend towards lean proteins. I've always cared about how I eat, and even though I'm a broad eater because of being a cookbook author, and um, but I now, as I'm getting older, really focus on how I feel. What, right. How does a meal make me feel? It's really incredible, Diane, that you're the author of 17 cookbooks. <laughs> that is a huge accomplishment. We have some <laughs> applause here in the studio. <laughs> Wow. When did you write your first one? Uh, The first one came out in 89, so I started writing in about 87. Okay. Um, It's just, it's a real passion to be able to combine writing with developing recipes. and, and, And so it's sort of, I look at this body of work and say, whoa, and in sense of like it was just one book at a time, and the next thing you know, (laughs) <laughs> but it's, it's really, you know, not to be taken lightly, you won a James Beard Award for Vegetable Focus and Vegetarian Cookbooks. And I'm a vegetarian, and, you know, it's just, it's great to know that people find it so, you know, it's passionate to do this kind of work. Oh, well, thank you. And I always, you know, within the books I've written, I always take a subject and dive deep. That's really the way I, li- I, I like to study and so to have a book solely focused on salmon or to have a book focused on root vegetables, that's really the driving force. Even something like an earlier book I did all about Thanksgiving, it's still this driving force for one topic. Mm-hmm. And so it's fun that way. When I, I want to share a story. When I was growing up, I didn't eat a lot of fish. And then when I was 18, I went to Juneau, Alaska, because my uncle lives there. And I had never had anything like what I tasted in Alaska. And I remember going to, um, they, there was an outdoor restaurant with an open pit, and they were grilling halibut and salmon, and it was the most delicious thing I'd ever tasted. 
right? It's um, well, you said you're a vegetarian, so right. is is you're not a pescatarian? I I don't eat salmon that often. I mean, I do like it. I'm just kind of picky. Yeah. You know. Well, and and I think we all ought to be picky. I think we all ought to think about, you know, what we're eating and and what choices we have in the marketplace. Um, right. I write about that in the book. It's it's really important to know the fish that you're buying, and not every piece of salmon in the fish case is a choice that I would eat. You have to really dig in a little bit and know what you're buying and trust the person behind the fishmonger, the person behind the fish case to say, what's fresh, where did it come from, is mm-hmm. it farmed, is it wild caught? Could you explain a little bit about that for people that don't know the difference? Sure. Um, first off, you know, build a relationship with the with the person behind the fish case. Know what's the freshest, what's in season. Fish have a season. Salmon, um, Alaskan salmon is just about to start coming into the marketplace. Um, sockeye start running in mid-May and um, go through the season with kings and then coho and really end about the end of September. So this is when you're getting the best fish and the best prices. Okay. Um, my first choice would always be wild caught. Um, farm salmon, the answer isn't as black and white. It used to be you'd say, no, no farm salmon, but now there are companies that are doing really sustainable practices. There's... Um, while there's still open net pens, and that's where most of the farm salmon, how it's raised, um, they're starting to do these above-ground fiberglass tanks that are circulating seawater through them. So the fish are actually, the farm salmon aren't being raised in the, in the seawater itself, so there's, okay. there's no chance of escapement. And that was a big problem okay. for um, the wild so farm salmon, it's, it's less of um, a black and white answer. So you really, my best suggestion for consumers is to put on your cell phone the app from the Monterey Bay Seafood Watch Program. Oh, okay. and it And it lists, and it's as easy as you just download the app. It's free. You type in salmon, and you will see all the choices that they recommend, all the choices that they say are kind of better but not best choice, and then ones to avoid. Right. And you'll you'll know right there, and it's totally up to date. And I, it's interesting. I used to, years ago, I remember trying mahi-mahi and then finding out, I think it was very high in mercury. Right. Um, to, Mercury is not an issue with salmon. It is an issue with tuna and a lot of the big fish. So mm-hmm. you really have to limit your consumption of that. Is your diet primarily vegetarian or you mix it up? Well, um, I would say that two-thirds of my, of my plate is vegetable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have protein. My body needs um, a solid source of protein. I just feel better yes. with it. Um, but it tends to be the leaner proteins. I eat a, I eat a lot of fish. I eat um, poultry. I eat lamb. I eat very little red meat. Mm-hmm. I, I find it um, really enjoyable to cook. 
and I love to create and experiment. And I always tell my girls, like, the first time you make something, if it's disastrous, big deal. You know, you, you learn from it, and you can improve it the next time, even if it's pancakes, you know. And I think w if you start kids off cooking young, it's a really good thing t for them to do, you know. I don't want them to be afraid to make a mess or experiment or anything. I absolutely agree. The more we can get the family in the kitchen doing the process, it shouldn't be that, you know, one parent is in the kitchen alone and everyone else is off and no. out and about, and then there's this miracle of dinner on the table. Exactly. You know, if it's participatory, then, one, you learn about food, you learn about, um, you know, the time it takes to think about it and prepare it, mm -hmm. and it's... It's just, it's family building time as well. You know, it's interesting. I had, I, I believe my daughter asked me the question, is sushi safe when people are eating raw salmon at a sushi restaurant? Do, do you have any opinion on that? Well, this is another place in which you have to know where you're eating and know enough about the kitchen to feel like you're... Um, that you're eating safe fish. Um, certain fish have um, a parasite in them that if you're going to eat it raw, you have to have that fish flash frozen to below 20 degrees, um, negative mm -hmm. 20 Fahrenheit, to make it safe for being able to, to eat it raw. Um, I do eat sushi. Mm -hmm. I don't eat it all the time, um, but I'm always going to a... Um, a place where I trust the fish. Right, right. I didn't know that. So that is flash frozen before you eat that sushi. Yeah, yeah. If you've ever seen pictures of the big um, Japanese fish markets and you see these fish that they look stiff as a board, but they're, they're also, um, and especially some of the big tunas, they're, um, they've been frozen solid so that they can be used as sushi grade um i see um, seafood where did you grow up are you an east coast or west coast person i am i grew up in pittsburgh pennsylvania okay okay so cooking has that always been a passion of yours i mean obviously um, 17 cookbooks mostly i would say in i grew up with um Two grandmothers who were passionate, really great cooks. My mm -hmm. mother cooked family meals. She, you know, she was in that era where you tried things like potato buds and rice and <laughs> and and there were certain things that we like. You know, I had two brothers, and we would sort of reject things. Like it was right. really funny to think about that we were like, no, no potato buds. Like we could <laughs> taste the difference. Um, my father loved. I mean, in a very classic traditional way my father loved to cook and mm -hmm. but he would sort of mostly grill you know it would yes. be that sort of differentiating um and my grandfather grew he had a big vegetable garden and he um he really sought out amazing produce he would go to a farm stand and buy fresh um picked ears of corn and he would come home and he'd cook them and eat them like it would be within mm -hmm. probably an hour of being picked that you would enjoy that corn, oh, I love that. and so I. It was sort of just in my sphere mm -hmm. of influence. There was a period of time in college where I could have cared less, um, 
Um, and then it just this bug hit me when I took a job in a, in a restaurant and had this amazing mentor and really found this passion that's just been unswerving. That's fantastic. Um, now, some people might say, well, I just, I don't really like fish. Do you have advice for kind of, you know, getting them started in a small way? Um, I think... I I think salmon is actually a really good start because the texture is so yes. lovely and the flavor is so delicate without mm-hmm. it's not a strong fishy flavor. Right. Um and so and there's lots of ways to prepare it that I think enhance and bring out the texture. I think about putting it on a cedar plank and grilling it. Um you pick up this lovely smoky flavor from the wood. Sure. Um from the grill, and I, I think it makes that more accessible. Um, I don't want to drown out the flavors of the fish. I'm not huge on just smearing a fish with, you know, some kind of sauce. I, I've seen <laughs> recipes where you're you smear it with mayonnaise, and it goes under the broiler, and yeah. it's just like enjoy the fish. Exactly. Although I do have to say, I made this recipe a while ago for my kids. They were kind of like crab cakes, but it was made out of salmon. And that was my way to get my daughters to eat it. And they liked it. Yeah, there we go. Actually, yeah. salmon burgers are a great, a great entree point. And you can enhance it with, um, I do these, these Asian-style burgers in the book, and I'm enhancing it with some green onion and some ginger and some garlic and um, a little bit of soy. It's a great way to to do that, um, to bridge that um, introduction. That's great. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at your book, at the recipes, saying, well, I'm kind of hungry. Um, if people want more information about you, uh, where, where can they go? What's your website? Uh, com. Okay. And, um, and there's contact. Uh, you know, I get questions all the time from readers. I love it. It's It's really fun to... You know, I made this recipe. Could I adapt it this way? Could I, you know, you know, whatever it is, I'm, you know, I don't eat gluten, blah, 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 whatever it is. And I'm happy to answer this question. Oh, good. Okay. Well, I want to thank you so much for calling in. And I'm really enjoying your book. And I'm going to have to try some of your new recipes. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. Have a great day. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. That was Diane Morgan calling in. She's an award-winning cookbook author, freelance food writer, culinary instructor, and she's a restaurant consultant. And as I mentioned, she's written 17 cookbooks, including Roots, which is also published by Chronicle Books, and she's won a James Beard Award for Vegetable-Focused and Vegetarian Cookbooks. Uh, If you want more information about her, it is up on my blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. We'll take a little break, and then uh, we'll come back. I'll talk more about the fun drive.